Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast and become a Coast Insider to hear the rest of this fascinating conversation and check out recent shows featuring guests sharing stories about growing up in a haunted house that was possessed by an evil presence, a nightmarish encounter with a UFO in the dead of night, and the financial horror stories from those who won the lottery and lived to regret it. Head on over to coasttocoastam.com and sign up for Coast Insider to hear these programs and many more truly thought-provoking shows from coast to coast. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. The news that has dominated everything over the last month, uh, maybe even a little bit longer. I mean, we've had a lot of devastation and tragedy, and and our hearts and thoughts go out with everybody that has been affected uh, by these uh, we've had wildfires, hurricanes, uh, earthquakes. Just it, it just seems to be out of control, and it is everywhere, and it's not stopping. There's only one person to talk to about this, and that's Dane Wigington. He has a background in solar energy, but he's a former employee of Bechtel Power Corporation, a licensed contractor here in California and Arizona. His personal residence was featured in a cover article on the world's largest renewable energy magazine. It's called Home Power. He owns a large wildlife preserve next to Lake Shasta right here up in Northern California. Now, he focused his efforts and energy on the geoengineering issue when he began to lose significant amount of solar uptake due to solar obscuration. And the thing is, it was aircraft spraying stuff over his property. He has begun testing and research into the geoengineering issue, and he's been doing it for over a decade. He is the lead researcher over at geoengineeringwatch.org, and you can check out the links are right there at uh, Coast to Coast. He has investigated all levels of geoengineering, solar radiation management, and global ionosphere heaters like HARP. Dane has appeared on an extensive number of interviews and films to explain the environmental dangers we face right now on a global level from the ongoing climate engineering assault. Tonight, we're going to discuss all of the recent global weather uh, disasters, the current wildfires, hurricanes, earthquakes, what is causing them, and is there anything that we can do about it? We'll do all of that and much more and take some phone calls. But right now, I would like to welcome back to Coast to Coast, Dane Wigington. Dane, good evening, sir. Thank you, Jimmy. My thanks to you and to Coast to Coast for your help with covering the biggest and most dire untold story in the planet, no less than a climate engineering Manhattan project that's been hidden in plain sight for 70 years. Well, maybe next time you're on the show, we can talk about happier things, right? But right now, I mean, Dane, I, I mentioned this at the beginning of the show. I don't think, and I'm 53 years old, I don't think I remember the weather and what is going on right now, dominating all of the headlines, overtaking politics or crime, just the world events that we always hear about in the news. Right now, it's it's weather and it's earthquakes and it's wildfires. Do you remember a period like this ever? Well, certainly, the frequency of such events is escalating rapidly. And hang on, because it's it's far from over. It's just beginning. So it's going to get a lot worse before it would have any chance of getting better. And I, I simply encourage people, again, with the data we present tonight, I'm not asking anyone to believe anything I state. I'm simply hoping that they will actually do objective investigation without biased preconception and actually uncover the data that's right there at, at geoengineeringwatch.org, Senate documents, patents, presidential documents, 
So we're not asking anybody to believe us, Jimmy, just to investigate. The the first question that everybody is has been asking, it's all over the Internet right now, and, and I understand why, because there's too much of this going on at the same time. So the question is, even from those that are not in our circle, Dane, are asking, is this caused? Uh, do we have something to do? Is this global warming? Is there something crazier than that going on? Is this being manipulated? And what's your answer when you see all of this? It's all the above. And this is where any form of a dichotomous this or that thinking must be abandoned. There's, there's countless factors affecting everything you've just brought up and discussed. But the intentional climate intervention programs, we must consider mathematically the single largest factor, not the only factor, any form of human activity, Jimmy, Jimmy any form that affects the energy balance of the planet, affects the climate system is a form of geoengineering. But the intentional programs to engineer Earth's life support systems, again, mathematically the single greatest factor in the equation, and a factor that the entire climate science community, all of academia, is patently ignoring at this point. And, and granted that there's, there's threats against them, for your listeners that don't know, there's illegal federal gag orders right now on all National Weather Service and all NOAA employees a very bad career decision for them to speak out or worse. But the bottom line is we desperately need academia to acknowledge this elephant in the room and the decimation it's causing around the globe, and including every breath we take, Jimmy. For those that don't know, the elements used in climate engineering patents, starting with aluminum, obviously highly toxic. We have tests from all over the globe. It's coming down through the air column where we all get to breathe it. That's a, that's a mathematical, scientific, lab test proven fact. Well, I don't have a gag order, so I, I, I fear nobody. So I'm going to ask you a couple of direct questions. It is hurricane season. The hurricanes uh, can be and probably are occurring naturally. But can they be manipulated, steered with intention? We have 70 years of data to prove that the answer to that is yes. Going back as far as 1947, Project Cirrus had... Uh, success, if you can call it that, steering a cyclone with very limited resources that did an immense amount of damage. So you can understand why these programs have gone underground, if you will. But the oceans, the heat in the oceans right now is immense. It's getting worse by the day. We have ocean temperatures in some regions as much as 25 degrees above normal. That's the fuel for the cyclone. Certainly they can spawn on their own. Although with the ionosphere heaters, we can go into that more later. There certainly could be an encouragement to that if they created the right pressure zones. But certainly the planet itself is trying to spawn hurricanes. And once they're circulating, if you, if you notice, Jimmy, as the cyclones have come across the Atlantic, they haven't blown up to full strength until they got fairly close to the areas that they ended up impacting. Did you notice that? I did notice that. So the cyclones, based on all available science data, would be much easier to manipulate without them spinning at full strength by the high and low pressure zones. And you can see the weathermen talking about this, how various high pressure zones are steering these cyclones. Now, once they get close to land, then we have already captured on animation. Your listeners can, can look at this at geoengineeringwatch.org under the top stories in recent columns under the Hurricane Irma, Harvey, now Maria, today all our posts, we have animations capturing the ground-based radio frequency transmitters actually interacting with the cyclones and absolutely having a very profound effect on them. So there is no question that with multiple 
uh, mechanisms of climate engineering, these cyclones are absolutely being manipulated. There's no question. Now, for those out there that are going to say that global warming has nothing to do with this, or there is no such thing as global warming, or there is such thing as global warming. You know, it, it's a divide and conquer conversation when it, when it comes to everybody. And I understand that. But there are those out there that are going to say, this is hurricane season. What do you expect? But do you remember four hurricanes like this weeks apart? Let's back up on that a little bit for those who claim this is just an act of nature, this is hurricane season. We've just come out of, I believe, 4,342 days of a major landfall hurricane drought only in the Atlantic Basin. The rest of the world has been pounded with record cyclones, record intensity. Mathematically speaking, it's a near impossibility that you would have such an anomalous major hurricane drought, and we know they've been suppressing cyclones with patented cyclone suppression processes. We can see the aerosolization going on with satellite where they're spraying aerosols into the convective clouds in the hurricane that drags that convection down to the surface. These are desiccant particles. They absorb moisture. So we know that patented cyclone suppression processes have been the reason why we have had such a long cyclone drought. Now, if they have those processes, and they do, and they're patented, let's ask ourselves this. And, and yes, it is hur- the ocean, as I just stated, the oceans are very warm. Yes, nature will spawn hurricanes, absolutely. We would have no way of proving whether a cyclone was encouraged to develop or not. But once they're developed, we know they're being manipulated. So if we have a 4,300-plus-day hurricane drought because of cyclone suppression processes, let's ask ourselves this. Why wouldn't these cyclones have been suppressed as they have been for over 12 years in only the Atlantic Basin, only where the biggest military in the world most closely operates. So, again, a lot of denial on both sides of the fence. We have people in the environmentalist communities who are claiming all of this is just an act of nature and global warming, which is not true, who won't acknowledge the climate engineering elephant in the room, especially with environmental groups who want to protect their 501 nonprofits. They won't acknowledge this. On the other side of the fence, we have people also in denial, pretending that the human race hasn't hurt the planet at all, that nothing's wrong, We've cut down the forest, poisons the oceans, paved the planet. Nothing's wrong in their eyes, except climate engineering. Both sides are wrong. Both sides need to look through a clear lens. Both sides need to build a bridge and join in this issue. What are you really trying to say here, Dane? Unite the tribes. Yeah, exactly. And, and this is the thing. We have the ability with HARP and, and other uh, uh, geoengineering and weather, uh, weather modification systems. Those are in place, and, and I understand that. And certainly to weaponize the weather. But what about the opposite? Why aren't we going in and breaking up these hurricanes? Why aren't we? If we can cloud seed to cause rain, can't we cloud seed? And I don't want to sound naive here, but isn't there a way to break up these hurricanes? And why aren't we doing that to avoid all of this just in, insane destruction? Well, as I just stated, again, those are patented technologies. There's no question they exist. There's no question they've been being used. But I think we have to bounce back, Jimmy, to this question. Are we to believe that our government really exists for the greater good, for the good of the American people? Are we really to believe that when we know we have several dozen cases of biological testing over innocent U.S. populations, when we know how our troops are treated? Jimmy, you've seen the films of the troops out watching the nuclear bomb go off with a set of goggles on as if that was going to protect them. We know 
that they don't give a damn about our troops with the injections they get, with the depleted uranium they're exposed to, and with the American population, how many nuclear bombs were detonated on our soil that contaminated countless civilians downstream. I think we have to start with that. For those who want to naively believe that our government would never do this to us, it's time to wake up. Time to wake up. The population is not only expendable to the current power structure, they're an increasing liability. That's an absolute fact for anybody who's looking through a clear lens. Why would they spray neurotoxins? Jimmy, you know that they just sprayed the Texans and the Floridians with NALED, right? Yep, for mosquitoes. Known neurotoxin right. banned throughout the world, sprayed everybody anyway. This is not about the common good. And by the way, for those who don't know, Puerto Rico refused that spraying. In fact, the leader of the Puerto Rican territory actually went to great lengths to lock up the NALED materials at the airport so they wouldn't go anywhere. He absolutely refused that there. So, you know, we can speculate as to all the agendas why, for example, Puerto Rico was just slaughtered. We can speculate as to why when the new leader of the Philippines took over and Duterte and told the U.S. to get out, why his country was completely raked clean immediately afterward with the strongest landfall cyclone ever, Hurricane Haiyan, and hit again and again and again. And I could list a lot of other examples of these coincidental cyclone and weather-related disasters that hit every country that shows resistance to the U.S. policy, Pakistan 2010, Thailand 2011. I could go on and on with hard facts. So we can speculate again about all the agendas being carried out. But the fact that these cyclones were, one, not only not suppressed with the patented technologies that exist, but they were steered, manipulated. And for the listeners that doubt that that can be done, again, just go to geoengineeringwatch.org, look up the articles, recent articles under the recent section and top stories, and look at the animations, and you can see with your own eyes the interaction and the effect of the frequency transmissions on the cyclones. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.